1: the cinematic universe podcast where we do a master's pass today because we didn't do a movie um oh we're gonna <laughs> continue along this uh, whole re and sing these are fun by the way i don't fucking care we're gonna do
0: i weird. love it fun
2: man and it's been a hectic few weeks so i i yep. think this is fine this is fine
1: yeah doug, doug just got back from vegas and Cured, cured COVID. Uh, cured COVID. Yes. Yeah. COVID Listen,
0: ass. we are, we are real people with real lives. Okay? Yeah,
1: we're yeah. everyday people. We can't just be
0: <laughs> at your beck and call because you get a long commute, man. Right. Like, sometimes you just got to deal with what you get. It's free, isn't it? god damn it.
2: <laughs> Is it for most of you anyway? Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I said it at the end of last episode, but check out the YouTube channel now. We're putting the episodes up there also, since I know. It's weird because we live in like 2023 right now, but a lot of people still don't know what podcasts are. Like, how do you fucking not know what podcasts are? The, do you, do the YouTube? amount of
2: times, right? The amount of times I have to explain. A so now
1: it's is. on YouTube also. So you can just go on there and play it on there and like a fucking, you know, ride your penny farthing to work shit because you can't <laughs> fucking get with the times.
0: <laughs> oh, the penny farthing reference. Well, yes, we are doing another re-ratings episode where we take a look at 10 movies that we have previously done in the show and we examine the scores we gave those movies and figure out whether we were right or wrong and adjust as needed. And we're gonna start with the Big Lebowski.
1: I was very red uh, for this episode, if I remember correctly.
0: You were quite red. Yes. Bright lobster red. Nope. Uh big big Lebowski, Samantha Har from uh of course semantics and tom and dan fame joined us on the episode this was her pick and as i understand it if not her favorite movie one of her favorite movies of all time
2: you gave it a 10 so i think it's a 10 out of five
0: is pretty goddamn good
2: exactly i will say Uh,
1: walter walter was the best character in this movie oh yeah
0: man oh fucking a this this movie yeah if you've never seen it it's it's a cult classic it's so fucking quotable like it's just a it's a brilliant comedy.
2: Um it's like your opinion, man.
0: Yeah, it's true. It really <laughs> ties the whole rating together, though. Yeah. Uh so Doug, you gave the Big Lebowski 4.6 out of five.
2: Yeah, I remember I remember when we did it. I and you know, I've seen it a million times. But I remember that I was not having watched it for the show, I was not as enamored as as the two of you, and definitely not Sam. I mean Again, she gave it a ten. We don't need to have her re-rate this because she gave it a ten out of five. So we know where she stands on it. Um she wasn't quite as soused as her previous visit to the show, but she was pretty far gone.
1: But She, she, she held got it together. loose with it. Yeah. Little yeah. loosey yeah. gray goose.
2: She right. She brought some uh, she brought some facts. And yes. uh, she, you know, we could definitely we definitely appreciate and enjoy her passion for this movie. But I, 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 think that 4.6 is low for me because I think, it, again, I, I think I become jaded when we watch this stuff for the show. You know what I mean? I start, I start, I take it too seriously. Who the fuck am I? I'm a guy who does a podcast with two other dudes that like 15 people listen to. So <laughs> like, why should I take it as seriously as I do sometimes, you know? And, and, and I think just, I need to start watching these movies for the sheer joy that they bring me when I watch them. So that 4.6 sort of pisses me off and mm. I'm go. I'm looking at your two scores from that night and that's what I'm going. I'm going with a 4.8 because there's nothing wrong with this goddamn movie, like you said, it is along for me with tombstone. It is one of the most quotable movies ever yeah like and and i think it's more universally quoted quotable than tombstone is for the masses do you know what i mean like everybody knows tombstone but everybody knows the big lebowski so Mm -hmm. 4.8 for me it's definitely quoted for them asses (laughs) 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 exactly so that's where i am 4.8
0: 4.8 i gave it a 4.8 um i think i'm gonna stay at a 4.8 it's an Mm -hmm. almost perfect movie for me it's uh you know, I think the only reason it's not a four point nine is just because I'm looking at some of the other movies I gave a four point nine to and yeah. I don't know if they're quite there, but yep. um yeah, four point eight. More than fair. Cool. Joe, you gave it a four point eight as well.
1: I think I'm gonna stay there also because I, I think that's a good spot for this movie. Um it's it's great. I, I I quite enjoy it. Uh, yeah. great cast, great fun. Uh you know, like so the Walter character really gets me.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yep. I'll stick with it.
2: Cool. There you go. All right.
0: Big Lebowski got a big bump, and we move on to the next film, which is Rock and Roller. Yeah. Rock and Roller. This was a Doug pick, and Doug gave it a
2: 4.3. Yeah. It's funny because I, when I saw Rock and Roller, and I said, All right, I think I need to bump that up. But just a quick little story off air a couple of days ago, I had hit, I had hit you gents up saying I was watching the movie, the heat 2013 movie, the heat. And I wanted to bring that to the show because it's like, it's heavily quoted in my house. Right. And has been since we saw it in 2013 and I was going to do it next. And I watched it and realized (laughs) that every quote we do, in the house is from one scene in the whole fucking movie. And the rest of the movie is eh. It's all right. It's funny, but it's, it's Paul Feig or Paul Feige. And it's not bridesmaids funny. You know, bridesmaids is like a classic funny movie. And this movie is funny, but Melissa McCarthy can only take you so far. You sort of get sick of her shit, but there's one like dinner table scene that is very stiff, very stereotypically Boston. Like the favorite, our favorite quote from that movie. And I'll get, uh, trust me guys, I'll get to why I brought this up in a second. (laughs) Is like, Sandra Bullock plays an FBI agent. She's brought to Melissa McCarthy's house up in Boston, it's Southie. And Melissa McCarthy goes off set for a second to do something, talk to her mom or whatever. And the rest of the family interrogates Sandra Bullock. And the guy, the one guy just... Are you a knock? And Sandra Bullock is like, she doesn't understand what he's saying. What do you mean a knock? Are you or are you not a knock? And if you live up here in Boston, that's fucking hysterical because it's just such a Southie thing. A knock. Oh, you mean a narc. <laughs> I'm an FBI agent. But anyway. The reason I bring that up is because I see Rock and Roller and because I'm not doing the heat anymore, the next movie I'm bringing to the table is Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. So I cannot change my score for Rock and Roller because I like The Gentleman more and I need room for that one. Mm. So that was just a long way around to me saying, I gave it a 4.3 and I'm keeping it at a 4.3. Okay. Sorry I'm, for the story. That, no,
0: that yeah, makes sense. Go. That makes sense to me. All right. Um, I give it a four point one. I remember liking this movie. I just don't know if I liked it as much as the other Guy Ritchie stuff that, right? Qu- quite frankly, you introduced me to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still really good. I, four point one. Uh, I I would give it a four point two because I'd watch this movie again. Okay. And it was it was that good. Yeah, four point two, bump cool. it up a,
1: a little bit. All right. Um I remember really liking this movie. I I, I thought yes. like I was super surprised by it and and mm-hmm. really good. And I think I'm gonna stick once again where I am. I'm gonna stay consistent on this. I'm gonna say that four point five. I I thought Excellent. it was a really fun movie. It wasn't as good as Snatch to me, but it has in the same vein.
2: Yeah. Well, I have you seen The Gentleman, Joe?
1: I have not.
2: Okay. I Feel that you will like that not as much as Snatch because Snatch is all time. Yeah, but you will definitely like it even more than Rock and Roller because it is a more solid. It's not gentle. The Gentleman is not as comedic as Rock and Roller is, but okay. the story is more rock solid than Rock and Roller. Like it, it, it is. It's it's Guy Ritchie's return to form because he had some really because he after The Gentleman. He did uh the Sherlock Holmes stuff, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I, I dig the Sherlock Holmes movies. But he sort like of him. fell away from that British gangster shit in the gentleman was sort of like the return to that. And he it was like a tour de force for me anyway. And I think both of you will really like it more than than uh rock and roller. I'm looking forward to doing that one. Nice. All right.
0: All right. Next we got Dazed and Confused um tased and confused this was another doug movie and doug he gave it a
2: 4.3 4.3 again it's a movie i think i looked at more critically because of the show but this movie is a, whenever it's on i watch it it means so much to me personally that i think a 4.3 is too low for me um oh god do I want to go to a 4.5? I don't think so. I'm going to go a 4.4 on this just because it means so damn much to me. And it's it's my youth. Yeah. It is my fucking youth. Minus the actual drug use, which I didn't do. <laughs> it is my fucking youth. So, uh, yeah, that's where I am without a 4.4. Uh,
0: tasting, if you I gave this a 4.0. That seems really low, man. Tasting Confused was a solid-ass movie. And I think what stuck with me about this movie and i think i said it on the episode was like it it did such a good job at making me feel nostalgic for something i didn't even fucking live through it seems so authentic <laughs> like it seemed wow. very very detailed and well done so
2: oh absolutely
0: 4.0 is a little loud. i'm gonna give it a 4.2
2: okay
1: um i have weird mixed feelings in this movie because It didn't have enough of, like, an actual plot of anything for me. It was just kind of, like, shit that happened. And I thought, Mm -hmm. like, the pedophile aspect wasn't very fun. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just...
2: I get it, Joe. I I remember not
1: loving this movie. Like, I, I mean... It does have quotes in it, and it has some cool cars and music. But outside of that, <laughs> the pedophile aspect wasn't very fun. <laughs> no, I mean it'd be a lot cooler if it didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, is your maybe got pedophiles? Yeah, but it'd be a lot cooler if it didn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, That's very true.
1: So I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna drop it to three point two. Take a point one away. Okay.
2: And I remember when we did this that that I I. Completely respected your view of this movie because you're right. I mean, mine is my score is pure emotion. Yeah, it's pure emotion and nostalgia. So I get where you're coming from. There's no plot. It's a day in the life of high school kids. That's what it is, and there's no plot there. It's about a fucking party.
1: (laughs) It's
0: it's similar to me to a movie that I want to bring to the table soon, which is SLC Punk.
1: I love SLC Punk. Also, I don't like Mitch the bitch in this movie. Makes <laughs> mm. the pitch. Yeah, I it's do like Is
0: like a, a similar vibe, though, where it's just sort of like. Well, that, you know,
1: and one day we'll eventually do it, kids.
0: Yeah, kids, too. Yeah, it's just You're sort right. of like a day in the life thing.
2: It is, It is. kids is like days to confuse without the comedy. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like a <laughs> tragic. Yeah, like just
2: like a rambling day in the life. It, these it's like days and confused with actual consequences. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. 100%.
0: Just don't do gummo. Just, <laughs> look i'm G- casper fine,
2: the friendly fucking
1: ghost that's fine
0: that's fine the aids is fine but don't do gummo up uh, uh next we have the interview this was a joe movie uh doug you gave it a 3.2 i
2: gave it a 3.2 i did i'm trying to remember why do you ever feel like a paper bag <laughs> you know it's funny because that 3.2 right the movie for me a lot of it is forgettable but I can never not hear Fireworks. <laughs> this fucking movie. <clears throat> just watching the two of them sing it over and over again. Like it just it, I, I I I I see Katy Perry. I don't yeah. even have to see her singing Fireworks. You like Katy Perry this, too? Right? And I think of this fucking movie. So that said I got to bump this to a 3.4. Just just for that. There you go. go. Give it a 3.4. I
0: gave it a 3.4. There's just so much Franco in this movie, man. Like, yeah, that's
2: uh, the issue. Yeah.
0: It's a big big problem. Um, But the rest
2: of it is really
1: good.
0: I, I think, I think it's okay. Um, I I was, I was taken with how much you love this movie. I think, um, (laughs) i'm gonna leave it where it is it's I'm so asinine it 3.4 3.
1: look this movie's asinine and but the thing is they do the whole point of the movie is to make franco look like a jackass so like his character was uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. so like they're doing the proper things with it and seth rogan actually does a really good job of this movie being like the straight man um yeah
0: he does it he does a decent straight man it's just james franco was so like at 11 this movie and he's annoying enough as it is but uh there's uh, he took it to a level that i couldn't tolerate Um, i feel like fucking tommy lee you ever hear the tommy lee jones story where he was working on fucking batman forever with jim carrey and and he really disliked jim carrey and (laughs) quote that he said was like i can no longer oh god i'm gonna fuck it up keep going i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this up right, so I do this.
1: this movie also like has cemented in my brain that randall park is kim jong like so <laughs> like anytime i hear about kim jong i just picture randall park because <laughs> uh, i love him as an actor and this is the first thing i ever remember seeing him in um this was like the, the next thing i think was fresh off the boat was the next thing i saw him in which i love that yeah. show too uh,
2: it was a good show
1: but i don't know just i i, I really like this movie um I give a 3.8 somehow. I'll probably go to 3.9, like a little tiny bump for me.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: That's not bad at all. Margaritas uh. are
1: gay, Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the best impression you've ever done. <laughs> so <Sorry.
1: laughs> I didn't try it all.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey, I can no longer sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> that's an actual quote
2: that is so great
0: and that's how you know i felt about fucking
2: you can totally visualize tommy lee jones saying that
0: yeah yeah you
2: like know that dead. that guy that guy hung out in my town because they were filming a movie here oh really yeah oh, so Bri- brian helglund who, who wrote mystic river and la confidential and you know a, a Night's tale he wrote um he's from here and uh he just did a movie that's coming out soon it's called finest kind it's about uh the fishing industry and drug trade in New Bedford, Massachusetts, which like <laughs> it's like one in one A as far as the highest, you know, income in, yeah. in New Bedford. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones is in it. And he 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 hung out. It was like the the talk of the town because he was eating in the local restaurants and he was so nice and polite. He was such he was there with his wife and he he was just so nice and he had this one restaurant that he loved and you know, he was, he went there for breakfast every morning and like they treated him like gold, but he was so nice to them and everything. So seems like, seems to be a very like down to earth, very homey dude, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No bullshit kind of guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Next we have ET, the extraterrestrial. Eric. This was one of mine. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I wanted to bring it to the show to relive some childhood drama. Doug, <laughs> you, you gave it a 4.0.
2: I gave it a 4.0 and I had not seen this probably 30 years right from when it came out I I, yeah it had been so long since I had seen it and you know as a Steven Spielberg movie goes it's there's that nostalgia there but the movie itself to me wasn't like mind-blowing but I gave it a 4 I'm gonna leave it right at a 4 I can't go up or down with it (laughs) because I don't really remember too much From it and i should because it's part of my young adulthood anyway but yeah 4.0 i'll leave it right there
0: 4.0 i gave it a 4.2 um this was a big moment for me because i was able to push my hatred and fear of this movie aside and and appreciate it for a piece of cinema (laughs) and it really is to me you know i i get it like i understand why You know it's the amblin logo i understand why it's it's loved the way it is i mean the score is amazing the cinematography is amazing it's it's got all the spielberg stuff like you know all the the kid actors you know looking at stuff in awe like that's you know so i gave it 4.2 i'll give it i'll I'll bump it up to a 4.3 okay
1: what i want to know is um doug how did you type 3.6 when i know i gave it a 2.6 you did? I'm, I'm almost certain because I did not like this movie aside from the one scene
2: where he was drunk. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, not the only be, part of this movie I liked. There could um, be an error. There could be an error on my part. Um, I got to say, because I could not remember me giving this this
1: high of a score. But, anyways, so if I did give it a 2.6, I'm going to actually bump it up from that because Eric faced his fears and rode the ride with me. Okay. <laughs> and that deserves <laughs> a little bit of a bump. So I'm going to give it up to a 2.8. Which it should have been a 2.6 to start with. So I don't know what the. There's no way I would have given it a 3.6 because I did not like this movie. Okay.
0: Someone go back and check the tape. Let's see what (laughs)
1: happens. Maybe I said two and like it accidentally sounded like three.
2: I will, uh, I'll make a note and I'll go back and check it. Yeah. That's cool. I can't
1: imagine giving it that score. Like that's not me. I did not like that movie.
0: Well, you got to remember there was probably an emotional appeal. You know what I mean? You might have gotten sucked into the magic little spielberg magic in the end there
1: Nah, nah. just the silver bullet
0: <laughs> next we have real genius this was a doug movie and doug gave it a 3.7 3.7 yeah this
2: is this is a perfect encapsulation of the heat where it's a movie from back in the day for me that i thought was or i can't even say i thought was better it just didn't age well and I think that's the problem with, with the heat. And that's the problem with this movie. It, it was more funny to me back then. And I expected more out of it. It came down to my one favorite quote, you know, in the immortal words of Socrates, I drank what? Um, <laughs> and I think of that all the time. And, and I shape my thoughts on the entire movie on that one quote. And the heat's the same way. So I have to leave it right at a 3.7. It, it's, it's a good movie. It's a silly plot. It's definitely an 80s movie through and through. But, yeah, I can't go up or down on it. 3.7. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm a sucker for a good 80s movie. I mean, yeah. and I wasn't real familiar with this movie, so this was this was a nice little treat. Um, I think it's a classic by no means. I think it's, you know, I think mm-hmm. there are better 80s movies. Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: To scratch that itch, but I gave it a 3.8. I'll leave it there Three point.
2: Right. Yeah This is a harmless 80s movie That's what this is and I was getting ready yeah. to
1: say For me there's multiple types of 80s movies There's the Ones that I like And then there's the nerd ones
2: Yeah <laughs> <There's> like <laughs> and,
1: and like Of the nerd ones Like Some of them are better than others Like
2: weird science
1: right. Is better than Real genius <laughs> To me Oh absolutely oh, I yeah. agree oh, No yeah. I'm with you Yeah
2: like, I'm with you. Short circuit.
1: I'm, I'll give that a higher score. I haven't seen that one. But like so this movie long. just didn't do it for me. Like I want some Porkies, I want some Revenge of the Nerds. Like well, which, they're horrible uh, in their own manner too. But <laughs> but uh, I again, enjoy them this
2: more. Is, this is a harmless 80s comedy yeah. in the sense that there's nothing in this movie that would offend by today's standards. We're like Porkies. <laughs> We couldn't do Porky's yeah, okay, yeah. on the show.
1: Yeah, no, no, It's bad. You know what I, I mean? we like, 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 this bad. is
2: just completely vanilla harmless. Yeah, exactly. I, oh, I get where you're coming from, Joe. I, I totally agree with um, you. It did have a couple decent portions of
1: it. But mm-hmm. To me, uh, I just didn't like it that much. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go down to even three. Okay. I'll drop it too much, go. but at the same time, just... Eh. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I get it. I get it.
0: Next up, Kingsman. The Secret Service, brought Ooh. to us, of course, by Mr. Joseph O'Rourke. Doug, you gave it a three point seven. No, I didn't. Or no, a four point three. 7. I was
2: going to say that's a three point seven. <laughs> Holy shit!
0: I'm going cross eyed.
2: No, because I, I, I dug this movie. I remember being excited to see it in a theater when it came out, and being completely blown away because I was, I we didn't know what to expect, and and it hits you with
1: the unexpected.
2: And it, it did. And I, yeah, we really love this. I, I remember Tim and I, especially when we saw it in a theater, we were, we were so excited about it when it came out and then saw it and it lived up to everything and more. So that 4.3, I'll, I'll bring that up to a 4.4 because it it, it it it's that good. It's a movie I'll watch whenever it's on. No question.
0: Hell yeah. I, I also had never seen this before. So joe thank you i gave it a 4.0 uh that seems a little low because i've watched this movie a bunch of times and you know every time it gets better and better especially this one so 4.0 i'm gonna bump it up to a 4.3 nice five nice because Um, joe remember if you save the world
2: you get anal yeah exactly um we can do it in the asshole (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah uh i uh i, I love this movie um I, this is like to me like this is the james bond i wanted <laughs> right yeah. uh, i love the whole secret aspect of it i love this like this you know the cool spy tech and everything and the fun and i just enjoy taron egerton as an actor also um as mm-hmm. well as you know all the other actors in the movie uh mark strong and i can't remember the other guy's name He plays uh uh, fucking, um, my brain is been playing care. Lee, L- 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 Lancelot.
0: Oh God. Um,
1: Harry, whatever the guy's name is that played. Harry. You talk about Michael Caine? Mike my- is it? No, no. I think the old one. Michael. Yeah. Michael Caine is Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. The one yeah. who plays the the other main guy in the movie. The, the, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, the British guy, the British guy.
2: guy. I can't remember his name, yeah, but he's amazing yeah, too. Um, but yes, no. Oh, yeah. You know, the King's speech guy. yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah yeah uh
1: i i I thought this movie was brilliant i think the writing's brilliant the acting's brilliant like the whole plot everything just works um i am actually mm, i'm actually tempted to go up to 4.9 on this
0: wow wow do it you might as well do it
2: do it all right 4.9
0: all right next up we've got Sausage Party uh, this was one of mine very divisive uh, movie and episode Doug you give it a 2.5
2: yeah I gave it a 2.5 and retrospectively I think I was generous <laughs> I I, yeah I didn't like this movie um, and I understand why you brought it to the table and I understand where it hits home because I think the old the overarching message for me obviously hits home as well, but it was just so fucking clumsy and overt <laughs> that it angered me. Ah, oh, 2.5. Fuck. Do I want to go lower than that? I have to, I got go to go 2.3. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I really, I have no, there's no love for this movie for me. It's the, the, it has a bad aftertaste and everything. So bad yeah, aftertaste from the sausage party. <laughs> I get it.
0: Man. um i give it a 3.8 i think i was probably feeling some of the peer pressure um on this episode because it was not well received and that happens sometimes you know sure, what i mean you, sure. you, um this movie is is so over the top obscene that you know it it's it's a tough watch but it does something weird for me again i talked about it in the episode it's a rare movie that has something good to say about atheism so i think right out of the gate i was like okay well this is this is so different um and it's animated like a disney pixar movie so it was just you know it was it it hits me on like a garbage pail kids level where it's like (laughs) something cute you know and and innocent looking but it's it's sort of gross and disgusting but it also had something cool to say so i gave it a 3.8 i'm gonna bump it up to a four
2: wow no, no,
0: nobody else is gonna do this movies any any favor so
1: <laughs> i like absurd horrible things and i didn't like this <laughs> like just, it just seemed so not great <laughs> um and like this is the kind of thing you'd think i would like i think i had the same like dilemma like i like this kind of comedy but it was too preachy for the comedy to come through. It wasn't just comedic. It was comedy with a message, but the message was like mixed up to me. They didn't do a good job of delivering it. Uh, I, I get where you're coming from on it and I respect that, but I just can't give it that. Like, I don't know. I want just a crazy movie about debaucherous food. <laughs> and instead I get a fucking, uh, you know, uh, message shoved down my throat i just wanted the hot dog shoved down there not the whole message <laughs> wow so uh, i'm gonna drop it to a three even
2: okay all right
0: uh next up we have oh my god
1: the, <laughs> 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 <we> have,
0: <laughs> no 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 we have about time which was brought to us by doug I just recommended this movie to my parents. I need to reach out and see if they watched it.
2: Yeah, or not. you gotta let me know about that. Yeah.
0: So uh right. Doug Doug brought it to the table and he gave it a four point four out of five.
2: Yeah, four point four. I think that I think that's another just a critical rating based on the fact that I saw it fifty times <laughs> doing the episode. Because again, this is one that brings the feels on such a visceral level to me. Like I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about scenes and I'm getting emotional. Like we're watching Wheel of Time on Amazon. Great show, by the way. I've been wanting to watch now. that. I haven't got to it yet. I have the book series. It's, season one is really, really good. Season two is great. Okay. And the reason I bring it up is that the 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 actor who plays the mom in About Time is uh is in it in season two. So like I see her in Wheel of Time and I get emotional (laughs) on this fucking movie. I don't even need to see the movie. I just need to see her and remember the scenes and remember her lines and I get emotional from it. That's what this movie does to me. So I am bringing it up to a 4.5 on that. Nice. I have to. It just means so much to me. It's so well crafted.
0: I I fucking, believe me, I get it, dude. I gave it a 4.0. But the more I think about this movie, the more times I've seen it i've recommended it to people like i just said i recommended it to my parents you have to to be a pretty special movie to get that much of my attention and also it's sort of supplanted somewhere in time as like my favorite sort of romantic time travel movie
2: okay All um
0: because right. i love somewhere in time man. oh that's like that. uh,
2: that's one of my favorites yeah, yeah it's it's, it's uh,
0: you know but this this surprised the shit out of me in that it's like right there with it um God, this movie fucking destroyed me. So, yeah, I, I gotta I gotta bump it up, man. It's gotta go from a 4 to like a 4.3. It's that good.
1: Cool. <sighs> I hate this movie. I know the you do. only thing in this movie I liked was The Uncle. Ah, like, the uncle's great. He was great. The rest of this movie's fucking shit. Oh. Like, just pure, sh- unadulterated shit. It's too cutesy. It's about some dude that couldn't fucking take the fact that he fucked up and like had to go try and like rewrite history.
2: Oh. Um, Successfully.
1: Nah. I <laughs> I didn't. Um, and somehow you guys are blowing this movie. And the only thing that was about time was when the credits came on.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to drop this down to a 2.2. 2. Wow. Uh, he had wow. a counteract. Joe had a counteract. I had to kind of, of did, but also did, I didn't yeah. like this movie at all. <laughs> hey, it's still got, it's still bumped up 0.03. So I'm happy here. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All
0: right, next we've got the sequel to Kingsman, uh, Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Also brought to us by Joe. Doug, he you sounded give us one like
2: a... Paulie Shore. I don't know why. <laughs> the Golden Circle. The, the Golden Circle.
0: Circle. <laughs> oh, we saw Kingsman first, though. we used the juice. We were like, "What's the sequel coming out?" It's the fucking Golden Circle, bro. You gave it a, you gave it a three point nine.
2: Yeah, three point nine. I, I didn't like this nearly. I mean it's not even the same universe for me as as the first one. Uh yeah, I I Oh no, wait a minute. I'm thinking of the fucking King's Man. Yeah, the oh, the yeah. third one. This is like almost identical to the first one except for with the so different So Why villain. did I give John. it a three point nine? What was up my ass? I don't know. It wasn't gonna, Elton John's backstage views. pass, apparently. We're gonna change. Yeah. <laughs> We have to change gears I was totally wrong I was thinking The King's Man um, Which we haven't I, done I I Please don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah please don't. yeah I didn't I didn't like
2: Please don't That wasn't good I did um, like Rasputin though Yeah yeah f- That's great But otherwise It was really bad um, So yeah A 3.9 I must have been cranky I mean I'm gonna bump into a 4.0 I'm not going higher than that Because it's not nearly It's still not nearly The first movie but yeah. it's a decent movie because the characters are all there. Um, so a 4.0 for me that one. Uh,
0: I gave it a 4.1. It was not as good for me as the first one. But what I liked about it was that it felt like a set like an 80s Saturday morning cartoon.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they really did.
0: So, you know, like even the characters, like they were straight out of like, you know, some fucking G.I. Joe cartoon or something. Like it was it was ridiculous. So yeah, 4.1, that's that's where it's gonna stay. Yeah.
1: I like ridiculous. I like that they brought some other new people in here. Um, I, I also liked uh Elton John so fucking much in this
2: movie. Yeah, he's great. A-
1: and then just like the whole like, you know, Merlin singing, like the fucking country roads take yeah. me home. Like at the end where he killed himself to sa- sacrifice himself for the mission. That brings a tear to my eye definitely this, this, thinking about that scene everyone died like right at the very beginning of this movie like they fucking right off the bat just took out the entire organ they, they basically like you know the whole fucking forgetting mm-hmm. scene uh, you know I don't know I just I thought this was a real I think okay let me put it this way parts of this movie are really good and parts of it they like, should have not put in it or changed it a little bit um, but overall I really like it uh, I think I'm gonna go up Point one to 4.7. Okay. These movies just get me. I also I did like The King's Man, but it's funny because it also reminds me of the damn uh, Fantastic Beast movie for some reason <laughs> at the end of it when like they go to the top <laughs> of the mountain with Dumbledore and the other guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Damn it. Spoiler alert, I didn't make it to the end of The King's Man because it was so goddamn boring.
1: Oh, I agree. Oh, I liked it.
0: All right, I mean I wouldn't up. give it
1: I wouldn't give it a high score but I liked it.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh next up and last we have uh <laughs> the utterly unwatchable Super Mario Brothers movie from 1990. Doug you gave it a 0.
2: 0.5. Yeah, I and and the anger I had when I watched this movie is flooding back into me now. It is oh god, this movie pissed me off so much. <laughs> It pissed me off because it It took that fucking We're gonna make a highbrow movie That you're supposed to try to figure out and love And Bullshit, that's bullshit It was just a bad fucking movie It was a bad uh, See Like I said, I think I said it when we did it In that I know like like Search and Destroy angers Joe Right, Mm -hmm. this Mm -hmm. angers me like That angered Joe And that's why I gave it a .5 I don't think i can go lower than a 0.5 because there's movies out there that piss me off even more and i would give lower scores too but i'm gonna leave it at a 0.5 but this movie just fucking pissed me off and that's where i am here we go
0: so this movie i gave a 1.0 i could almost shift my perspective on this movie because it's terrible but if i'm gonna try to spin it positive it's it's a time capsule it 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 captures this period in uh filmmaking which is fascinating to me which was that period of like we have an ip we got the license how do we take this thing that people really like and make it into a movie what core things do we have to change about it to make it translate so you have something like this which was fucking super mario brothers they just made a super mario brothers movie that did very well and it was just hey let's take the thing that people like and do that this is still that era of like all right let's make it like blade runner but for kids like like what the fucking
2: art house bullshit
0: (laughs) yeah like what who Uh, just these cocaine fueled rooms (laughs) of producers like all right man there's got to be more leather more leather more guns fucking we got to put them in a a car with spikes on it for sure
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh yeah it's it's um it's fascinating to me that that era of filmmaking like the, even the first x-men movie was like that so i gave it a one uh i can't like my heart won't justify m- me raising that score like it, it feels dis- it feels gross it feels like doing a sex act under a bridge or something <laughs> But I can't I can't, you know.
1: What's a ZJ subtract
0: from it either. Yeah. It's just gonna stay <laughs> one. a one. Okay. Yeah, it's just gonna stay at
2: one. All right. boop,
1: boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm doing okay. the sway of the elevator. I fucking yeah. loved that stupid movie. <laughs> and you know what? I did watch the new Mario Bros. movie. And this, to me, is a better movie. Because fuck... Oh preachers, preachers, Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> no. Fuck that new Mario movie. That new Mario movie was trash. That was utter fucking garbage. <laughs> it was literally just... It, it, it was... The wrong way to do a movie. And I want to fucking justify this, but I just watched Barbie, and Barbie was a fantastic fucking movie. So it's not just that I hate movies that are IP, that are based around that in a colorful manner. It's that it was trash. Um, But I did like this one. <laughs> I like all the shit you hated about it. I like I like the art house style. I like that it didn't have anything to do with the game. I like that they just had fun with it. Like, it's
0: just... Well, no one. no one had any fun on that
1: movie, no. by the way. Uh, yeah, I didn't no. because
0: <laughs> you, you were the only one because I was dancing in the
1: elevator while y'all were fucking uh getting <laughs> your st- stomper shoes on or the fuck they were super stompers or whatever uh yeah, yeah. but Went no I thought this was a good movie for well, not a good movie but I thought this wasn't a horrible movie and I I always enjoyed this movie and I still do I'm gonna stick with my score of 2.9 okay
0: there you go all right no one no one budged on there
1: uh, ironically I, I said I hate E.T. it got a 2.8 and I said I like this and it got a 2.9 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's because your reptile brain knows something's something's, you
1: know, yeah. something's wrong um, also before we go can we talk about Barbie for a second I, I like that movie I
2: Let's haven't seen
1: about about it, it. Ah, nah, don't ruin
0: it we gotta God. wait till next time
2: we can do an episode on it I
1: just um, it's I don't know I if I want to do an to episode it. on it or not but I just wanted to say I uh, I, I like the Kens. <laughs> I
0: fucking, I fucking true. love that movie, dude.
1: I loved the Kens, and if you don't like the Kens, we're gonna have. I'm gonna beat you off right now. No, nice. don't, don't beat me off. No, I'm gonna beat you off. Yeah, you Erica wanna, has no desire
2: to see that movie, so I I have to watch it when I'm doing it on my own. So. We'll it's funny.
0: See. My my wife had no desire to see it either, and we just kind of, I forget where. Or no, she she ended up taking we we split up at the movie theater is what it was because my son really wanted to see the spider-verse movie Mm -hmm. and my daughters really wanted to see barbie so she ended up taking them and and watched it out of you know necessity
1: and she came out
0: of that i love my wife to death and and she loves movies but she's much less emotional than i am and it's it's harder to move her needle Um, she came out of that movie and i was really surprised like she looked teary eyed.
2: Oh, okay. and I was like, oh, I, shit. I
0: will, like, are you okay?
1: I will also say, I haven't yeah, watched but, it yet. The Spider Man.
0: Oh, oh, okay. It, it's awesome. I got to watch awesome.
1: that. Um, but I did watch the first 30 or so minutes of Mute Mayhem and then turned it off because I was like, I, I can't get into this. Oh, I had fun with that one too. I
2: think but I haven't checked that one. And I this think. is
1: going to be unpopular. Opinion, I don't like that art style. I don't like that no, animation see, I style. Like that. I like the art style if you're watching it as a book, but I don't like it animated like that. Okay. Uh, it it drives me insane trying to watch follow the animation because it's not smooth at all and like, yeah, you yeah, know,
0: very stylized. Yeah. It's
1: very 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 stylized. It's cool looking. Like if it was in stills, I'd be like, oh, that's a really cool fucking still. But trying to watch it as a movie, like the animation, it just feels so clunky to me. I just mm-hmm. I can't do it. I see. I got. Did you check.
2: guys did you guys see the Indiana Jones?
0: The, oh. No, I did indeed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I need
2: to watch I, the I, newer I, ones. I've never watched any of the newer ones. Well, no, Crystal Skull I didn't like, but this one ticked all the boxes for me. It was a nice send-off. It was a nice Indiana Jones send-off to me. Yeah. I yeah. I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, and the
0: McGuffin made more sense than King of the Crystal Skull. Oh like it fit yeah. better, you know.
2: Definitely. Definitely. Is that like the
1: nuclear blast refrigerator thing or something? Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't Well, talk again,
2: that. which was supposed to be in the first movie, but they, it just didn't make the cut and I, they reused it. I have to rewatch them
1: all again, but I think the third one last crusade is probably my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite. By far. Absolutely.
2: I mean, Sean Connery, come on, you know, but yeah. So I, I, still, I still want I Montana bones, the- Eric.
0: I know you do. We'll get there. We'll get there. We, we got to prioritize, man. I still haven't done ch ch cheese
1: Yeah. But I figured you actually probably would do Montana bones. <laughs> ch cheese is, is a fucking pipe dream.
0: I'm going to make that dream come true one day you watch.
1: It's going to be out of nowhere, too. It's just going to surprise me. Speaking it's of just, just me, surprise me, we probably need to fucking record that soon, too. I, I think we're a little behind on that one, so yeah. we need to. I think it's been a Definitely. minute. But uh, in the meantime, if you feel like your podcast has let you down and uh, you want to try to like figure out a way to pursue damages for that, even though we have nothing to give you, you can uh, talk, too. Mo, mo.
0: mo a second don't sue us we didn't do anything thanks to show sponsor mo de witt just call mo.com if you're injured on the go just call mo if you have legal questions just call mo um keep an eye out for the money van and take a look at the cheap and sometimes free merchandise on just call uh yeah just call mo uh, listen if you're injured by Hold on. Where's the list? Uh, an errant bowling ball from the Big Lebowski or mm-hmm. uh, you get
2: helicopter explosion. Helicopter
0: explosion from rock and roller. You get some paint dumped on your muscle car, dazed and confused.
2: A house uh, full of popcorn.
0: Yes, indeed. House full of popcorn. That's bad news. Uh, just mm-hmm. call Mo. Or if you have to watch the movie Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> uh, just call Mo.
2: We got a case, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I also agree. i
1: like the idea of somebody trying to sue like us who has like literally nothing that's like someone trying to steal my credit i'm like good luck with that
2: <laughs> I know exactly identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: maybe you can improve it for me yeah <laughs> Get that credit karma
0: oh shit my score went up
2: oh, <laughs> was nice. hell yeah someone must have stole my credit
1: he must have paid one of my bills
2: that i didn't pay <laughs> Uh-uh. we've got some more people to thank we do these fine folks they give us money every month uh, they are our patreon members we love them for this we love them just because they're great people but we love them because they give us money every month too so we're going to read their names we're going to start off with uh, founding member miss hannah christ next we've got mr peter bianco from the tone jerks podcast the second button podcast and the the Rails podcast brian gower our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well as the Sharing Maps podcast, Mr. Will Lehu, upcoming guest host. From the Signal Path podcast, the Texas State Chance podcast, and the Texas Size 10-4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. The great Tate. The great Tate? Taint? The great, great taint. state <laughs> of Tennessee, Mr. Michael McVeigh, Go, Michael. And another Michael, Mr. Michael Van Zandt. Last, but definitely not least, Mr. U. Direction. Thank you, Mr. Direction.
0: Yes, indeed. Thank you. And and Joe, don't change anybody's nickname in the JSM uh, chat to the Great Taint, please. <laughs> Visit <laughs> patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate.
2: And just so you know, Eric didn't say I couldn't change someone's name to the Great Taint. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to change the one's name to that. I'm just going to call him Tiny Dograwl.
2: Tiny Rawdog. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you keep saying it backwards, yeah. Well, because
1: it sounds like Tony Degraw, Tiny Dograwl.
2: It does. It does.
1: But suppose it's supposed to be Tiny Rawdog.
2: No, we're going to, somebody's going to be called the Great Taintini. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a really good name. I like that one. Taintini. Someone's like Taintini. Mm. Someone's getting that. Yep.
1: Well, guys, <laughs> that was another uh, Master's Class episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe. I like to think of the ma- 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 Masters of, master of the Cinematic Universe. Mm. <laughs> you know how it goes. But uh, in that case, there's only one thing <laughs> we really still need to do on here. And that is, uh, say, a little bit of lights. Camera. Fuck
0: off. Oh, hey there. Uh, it's me, your buddy Eric. And I am here to remind you about the monthly art show at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. Every month, there's a different theme, sometimes movie-related, sometimes not. We've had MCU. We've had Star Wars. We've had John Carpenter. And all of these amazing local artists will contribute to the show. The art will be hanging all month long. But the best part is that you have the ability to purchase any of that local art and bring it home. Uh, Again, check out. Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida, and tell them MOTCU sent you.